You are listening to the To and Out CFL Podcast, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Well, I ordered I ordered T-shirts, but I grew out of them. Or no, sorry, they shrunk in the dryer. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. They shrunk in the dryer. <laughs> Grab some poutine and a double double. It's time for the To and Out CFL Podcast. Now they have to kick it out, and they do. Every week, Travis Cura. Does anybody still care about this podcast? And Brazilian Tide. Hunters are people, too. Talk fantasy football, bring you the latest in CFL news, and sprinkle in a little bit of nonsense. Are you kidding? This is unbelievable! Ready, set, hunt! And we are a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community-supported Brazilian tie, uh, recording under a bit different circumstances today, and maybe for mm-hmm. the foreseeable future, you are in beautiful British Columbia. How is it there? Uh, it rains every day, so just as we, <laughs> just as we expected. Uh, yeah. I got up here on the 31st, well, I got to McBride on the 30th, and I got to camp on the 30, or no, I got to McBride on the 29th, got to camp on the 30th. Uh, it has rained every day, literally. <laughs> But not like, you know, trend, like it's like four thirty, five o'clock, like everything comes over the mountains and we get dumped on. Uh, and the fire, right, right. The, the fire. Uh, the risk. The risk. Yes, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It went up. What? Yeah. It, hey, man. It's 2020. Oh. <laughs> uh, I spent. And then we drove past the sign yesterday and it had gone back down to moderate. So. Oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because I, uh, I spent the last week in uh, Jasper, and I don't know how it is there. What's the mosquito situation like there? Do you notice that at all? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a like, game. Like, I I've thought never Manitoba was seen bad. them. I thought Manitoba was bad. This is awful. <laughs> I have never dealt with mosquitoes like this before. So you're tenting, and then... Uh, or we are, and, you know, you go outside to put your shoes on, and you think you have, you know, five minutes nope. to take in the fresh air before you put on the bug stuff for the day. No, they are relentless. Yeah, and the, like, ho- the horse flies up here can, can <laughs> literally carry a guy away. <laughs> They're massive. The natural dangers. I haven't talked to you for... Well, I guess well over a month now. Have you been enjoying any sports since they've returned? Uh, all of them. I, I mean, haven't watched the thing. Oh. I, I don't know what it is. I, I find it. I found it really tough to get excited for NBA and NHL playoffs. I know NBA is just getting underway. There, baseball's been kind of crazy. I got to ask you: Are you right back into the gambling? Allegedly. <laughs> How's it gone? I don't I mean, want to talk about it. I was going to say, like, what's the strategy? You know, you probably went all in on your Oilers and lost, you shouldn't bet lost, on your own team, man. And lost $300, yeah. <laughs> Been betting a lot of puck lines because I'm figuring out oh, there'll be lots of empty net goals. And yeah. then Toronto comes back and ties it. You know, it's, it's great. <laughs> But hey, the Leafs, the Leafs didn't make the playoffs and they didn't win the first overall pick. So all is right with the world. Yeah, so maybe 2020 is okay after all. Yeah, everything's returning to the mean. 
In the Huddle with Karan Todd on the Two and Out Podcast. We should start off with this because uh, a few weeks ago, this story ended up breaking after the last episode of the podcast when uh, Andrew and Mike from the Turf District podcast were on the show. It was being talked about that U Sports would reverse its decision on uh, allowing 25 year olds to play. Well, originally they weren't going to let them play in 2021. And then a few days after the episode, they did decide. Yes, there will be a one-time exception, and 25-year-olds will be allowed to play in 2021. This is unprecedented. I know everybody's kind of flying off the Mm -hmm. seat of their pants right now, but I'm glad that they made this decision. Well, and it's no fault of their own why, you know, the football season isn't going to go, and why should they be punished for something that they have zero control over? Yeah, be able yeah. To, you should be able to finish your U sports career, and you know, either move on and and you know pr- keep pursuing a career in football, or you know it, they're in school, and if they're going to be in school anyway, and in, with U sports, I feel like they're actually student athletes, unlike the NCAA, which we'll get into. We're, that makes sense. We're, we're you know we're here <laughs> in 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 U sport where student athletes are actually students, um, you know gives and you know if they. Especially if guys like you know that are on a scholarship, and all of a sudden their last year of eligibility is no good. Well, then how do you how do you uh, traverse that scholarship, uh, you know, decisions and stuff like that? It just it just makes it easier for everybody. It's it's no fault of anybody. Uh, this whole thing. So I mean, I I don't I I figured this was going to happen. I was kind of surprised when they said that they weren't going to let them, and it just kind of yeah took me by surprise and i kind of i kind of figured this was going to happen eventually once i don't know i don't want to say cooler heads prevail because i don't feel like it was a a big uh fight uh for them to not get to play uh but i think after they looked at it and you know did a pros and cons list like a lot of people do it, it just it just makes sense to let them finish and to be fair i have heard both sides of the story because then there are the young players coming in to school where, you know, somebody who's already played four years gets to play one more while the yeah. young guys, their start sort of gets delayed mm-hmm. a little bit. This just sets everything back, and I, I don't know what else you could have done. It's, it's I, I a do think if you it's do, the damned best if you solution. Don't. It's a damned if you do, yeah. damned if you don't. So, and you do this, yeah. and those kids that are, like, you know, the, the freshmen that are coming in, uh, you know, yeah, sure, they're not going to get the playing time if they have a lot of older guys on their roster, but that also gives them a year to, you know, learn the system and yeah. become, and, and, and it's going to reveal a lot of guys' character, right? If if, if guys are not going to be team players and pout and, and because they're not getting playing time because somebody's in their last year is getting it because of this decision to reverse the eligibility, you know, that... that that can be that can become a problem, but if they're going to be like, for example, we saw it with the New York Rangers. If they're going to be a Henrik Lundqvist and be totally okay with the decision and and support their teammates and and be you know on the sidelines and and be a cheerleader for their team, then that that shows what kind of person they are and you know and what kind of teammate they can be. And the guys in the last year of their eligibility, it, it's almost like more is on the line for them because it mm-hmm. can be big when it comes to their. Uh, 
Well, especially, especially if they play for Laval. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to miss those paychecks. <laughs> Speaking of Laval, there is a chance that they will be playing football in Quebec. Now, there's a they have a little under three weeks to make a decision here. But the fact that it's being talked about there is kind of surprising to mm-hmm. me. And, you know, they, we're also talking about the province that sent kids back to school and then were surprised when <laughs> there was cases and had to send kids home. I don't see I it happening. Why. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening either, but it is being talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't see it happening either because the Canadian Junior Football League has canceled mm-hmm. uh, this season as well. And you mentioned it. Uh, as far as NCAA goes, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten have canceled. I've heard yeah, Big Ten like, football maybe, sucks anyway. <laughs> I've heard that like a, a couple of the teams have inquired or maybe have talked about going to another conference to play okay. football. So I, we are about to see the beginning of the end of the NCAA. Oh, well, what are, you, what are you thinking here? The Power Fives want nothing to do with the NCAA. And that's been, right. that's been known for years. you got the Pac-12, the mm-hmm. Big Ten, the Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC. They, they don't want anything to do with the NCAA. They want to be able to make money, you know, and if they can pay their players and give them perks and they're not under NCAA rule, the recruiting becomes a lot easier. Sure, it'll damage the the mid majors but i mean they're those mid major schools don't make the playoffs anyway unless you're UCF and you think you're a national champion but it's just delusions of grandeur the SEC claims they're <laughs> going to play this year and i mean you look at the states that are in the SEC not a surprise <laughs> and i'm a Gators fan man yeah 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 uh, you know, and like, I think it was, it, I want to say it was the Mac, but, or it might've been the big 12 or one of the, one of the conferences had a vote and it was two, two said they wanted to play and 12 said they didn't. So there's two teams that, you know, if a, if a conference, the SEC, they could start picking, if teams want to play from these other power five conferences, they'd be stupid to not try to get them in there. Like, the SEC could mm-hmm. be all we get for college football this year. And if it's the only game on, I mean, the money that they could make from the TV and all that stuff, and I, I it, it, it'd be unreal. I also think that, you know, they, like I said, the Power Fives want nothing to do with the NCAA anymore. And that's been known for years. And when you think about it, the NCAA is just a bunch of crooks anyway, and it's all a joke. And these Power Five conferences are the only conferences that make the playoffs, right? Yeah. So what what are the, what are we doing? Like, I mean, I get it. The NCAA tries to even the playing field and stuff, but you look at schools like mm-hmm. Bama. You know, winning begets winning. We can make fun and make the joke that oh well, yeah, it's easy to win when you pay your players. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, but you know, you get a couple good guys and you win. You know, you get a reputation and guys keep wanting to come there. And then, you know, you get you coach first-round draft picks. 
And, and you know, you get guys to go on. They had, like, eight first-round draft picks last year. It's crazy. Right? Like, it's nuts. So I, I can see the Power Fives leaving the NCAA and doing their own thing. And this is just going to be – I think this is the start of the end because – you know, not every, not all the teams are going to play, but the SEC is pretty adamant that they they can get this done. I don't know how. I think it'd be. I think it's going to end up like Major League Baseball. We're going to have a crap load of tests or positive tests. But I mean, if if there's football on TV, I'm going to watch it. I also don't think the NFL is going to get very far with their model either. But <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I I think they sort of ignored everything until the very last minute, mm-hmm. and uh, that 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 that's what's happening. Almost, it, it's almost sounds like a certain administration down there. Oh, <laughs> it, it's fascinating to me to see how this is going to affect drafts mm-hmm. for the next three or four years. Um. Mm-hmm. Javon Holland in uh, the Pac-12 is projected to be the first a uh, first round pick and he might well I don't know what does this do some of these schools have said they're going to try to play in the spring but mm. what does this do going forward and uh, yeah he's a Canadian and he, he he probably would be able to come to the CFL uh, at any time if we man at this point it's all if we even have a league in 2021 everything is so uncertain right now but what does this do for any of these guys whether they're going to be drafted in the NFL or come play in Canada I, I don't know what what's in store for them well, I was going to ask, like, if there's no NFL season or they can't get it done, how do you do a draft? But then well, I remember yeah. <laughs> after the lockout, they did one. They did it anyway in the in the mm-hmm. NHL, right? It still happened. So you had two draft classes coming in the same year. Right, right. Um, I don't know. Maybe that happened. That, that's a possibility. But I just feel like, you know, not playing football for an entire year, I don't yeah. know how much the teams would want to get a draft in. I mean, down in the States, you can do workouts and everything. Like, people just don't care. Um, and they basically do whatever they want right now. So, I mean, you could do workouts and get guys together and everything. But, you know, not seeing them at game speed, that makes it really hard, really hard to draft. Unless you're just... Unless you're getting, unless they do a lottery and whoever gets that first overall pick, you know they're taking Trevor Lawrence, and then it's just a trickle down from there. But other than that, I don't know how you do it if you're if you're a team. It'd be really tough to make those decisions. Some CFL names that we know, including uh, Kerry Joseph, Grey Cup champ with the Riders in 2007, mm-hmm. has a uh, coaching gig with the Seattle Seahawks, and Henry Burris has a gig with the Chicago Bears. Oh, you were not able so to be on uh, the show when we talked about Hank the Shank, so as that, you like to call that, him. That should mean that Mitchell Trubisky <laughs> gets way better, right? <laughs> <laughs> the NFL's Matt Nichols. <laughs> He's the second so, coming of Trent Dilfer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Henry goes into the Hall of Fame. You weren't on that episode. No. I bet 
that's the the biggest topic you've wanted to talk about for the past three or four weeks. Um, no, I'm okay with it. I've come to grips with it. It's whatever. You can't deny it. Well, I can deny it all I want, but nobody's going to listen. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just like at work. I can bitch and moan all I want, but it just falls on deaf ears. Yeah, it's like the weather. It's like the gas prices. It's like taxes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> whine about them all uh, we want. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers have unveiled their Grey Cup rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did that last week. Um, we saw... How many different uh, sizes Dempsey. did Andrew Harris have to give? <laughs> Andrew Harris, Nick Dempsey with these rings. They're pretty slick, man. They're, they're, they're pretty slick. It, it still feels like, well, that was the last CFL game we watched, and mm-hmm. it's coming on, you know, almost a year ago, nine months ago, whatever it was. Um, it feels like forever since that game happened. So it's nice to see some championship uh, uh, bling for the Blue Bombers, which they haven't seen for nearly 30 years. Uh, th- they look pretty good. Oh, they look really nice uh, and not like super gaudy. Like, yeah, so, like, some of the recent rings. Yeah, they're kind of like, understated. What, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. Don't- <laughs> Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's a crap load of diamonds and a huge... Like, I get it. it yeah, it's a championship yeah, yeah. ring, but it's not over the top, I don't think. Like, I when I think it was Hockey in Canada was in Lloyd, and I got to meet Marty McSorley. And A, like, his one finger is three of mine put together because they've been <laughs> bro- his hands have been broken so many times, I'm sure, and his nose right. is off to the side. But I got to... Like, he's, I like, asked him about his ring. He's like, well, do you want to try it on? I'm like, uh, yeah. And like, wow, there's nothing to them, right? This was, I think it was the, the 80s 80, ones. I think it was the 87 cup. I think mm-hmm. I, I can't remember which one it was, but they're heavier than hell. But like, yeah. you know, like however, like just some diamonds, you know, something that represents the 16 wins it took and, and, you know, some score from a game that meant something that was it. Now and as the years go on, they just get bigger and bigger and worse and I worse. <laughs> and then you know, the bombers, like it's big. It's there's lots of diamonds, but I mean it's nothing out of the ordinary when it comes to a championship ring. They didn't try to go above and beyond anything. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I know some were uh, underwhelmed by it, but I I don't think it needs to be no. uh, the the craziest design like we're seeing. Uh, and other championships happening every every yeah. single year, they ju- they just get crazy. It's 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 not it's not going to hold a candle to my fantasy hockey ring whenever I order it. <laughs> but I mean, you got to win nice. first. I did in like 2017. Oh, you're going to order one for a three year old championship? <laughs> well, I ordered I ordered t shirts, but I grew out of them. Or no, sorry, they shrunk in the dryer. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. They shrunk in the dryer. Because <laughs> I'm a degenerate and I put all of my clothes in the dryer. I hang dry nothing <laughs> except my button downs. Before we uh, talk about the season that might never be, uh, this episode of Two and Out is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. 
in uh, the province, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. If you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kazowski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network. So, of course, it's a great fit. Learn more about Park Power at parkpower.ca. Dave Naylor did a great job earlier this week basically outlining what needs to happen for a 2020 season to happen in the CFL. And somehow and some way, there's a sliver of hope that we're going to be seeing some games. And you remember the original deadline to get everything figured out was July 23rd. Yeah. If you look at the candle or at the calendar, that was a while ago. Uh, yeah, um, July 23rd. Let me just take a quick boo here. Almost a month ago. Yeah, I was at Neighbors <laughs> Pub pumping $40 into the jukebox after slow pitch. It was a Thursday night. And we had no that's, news. That's a pretty solid uh, memory you have there. Oh, that week it was. Oh my god. Well, t- I'll tell you after. Mind okay. you, it's the perfect. Okay. It's the perfect Brazilian tie week, but we don't need to. <laughs> they, people don't need to hear it. <laughs> that's why you're in BC working. We'll just say that. That's so oh, um. yeah. <laughs> so. The, I know you keep saying the clock is ticking, the clock clock is mm-hmm. ticking, but somehow here we are, middle of August, and there's still somehow hope that there'll be a basically a six-game season, mm-hmm. and we'll have playoffs and have a great cup, and Winnipeg being the hub city, you have to think... I don't know. Would it have to happen by the end of this weekend or the end of next weekend? What is it? Because there was a date that was flying around a couple of weeks ago saying that looks like teams are going to arrive in Winnipeg September 14th. And then that kind of just went out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot needs to happen before there's a training camp or teams start arriving in Winnipeg and all of that stuff. I, I'm, I'm. We keep hearing it's crunch time, but when is the actual crunch time? It, it doesn't seem like anybody knows. It's it's like watching the Blue Jays the last two years, and Mike Wilner saying it's still <laughs> early. Like, no, Mike, it's the first weekend of June, and they're twenty games back. It's over. Um, I, as a Jays fan, a Ryder fan, an Oiler fan, uh, you know, hope Ooh. springs eternal at the start of the year. Oh, yeah. And then after a week, reality sets in. If you're lucky, it's a week. (laughs) And then you're doing doing rider math, all of the uh, scenarios to get into the playoffs or a home playoff game. Yeah, you start looking at the schedule, loss, loss, (laughs) loss, loss, maybe a win. (laughs) You know, and then Labor Day, so you circle that on the calendar. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I know, I don't want to say I don't care. I just want them to make a decision, and I get waiting. I totally do. We, we 
we've seen it with other leagues, you know, waiting as long as they possibly could before they say, no, we can't do this. Yeah. Uh, but at some point, is a six-game season a viable option? Like, does that make any is sense? Is it worth it? Like, you, does, does it make any sense? To me, it's not, like, uh, competitively, like, it's not a... It's not, a, it's not a route I'd want to go. Either play everybody once or you don't do it. And if that yeah, means I mean, gonna, if you're going to do... You're, you're not going to have fans in the stands. So why does it matter if we have a Grey Cup in December this year? Well, it's in, well, if it's you, in if Winnipeg. It, <laughs> wear a sweater. <laughs> yeah, you know, I... I I don't know how many players we're going to see opt out anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's the other um, issue, right? Because a lot of guys, they've had to go and most of the guys in the CFL, they have backup plans. They, mm-hmm. They've got an education. They're playing football until they can move on to their next career, right? Yeah. And even, even Delvin Bro has said, if we're going to go to Winnipeg for six games, I'm not going to be there. Yeah, and he's one of the defensive stars for the Thai Cats. Uh, Brandon Banks made some tweets, and these guys are getting attacked. Yeah, because people are idiots. You're gonna ask a player to go, so they got to show up two weeks early. Yeah, so you got to be able to self isolate. They got to isolate at home first, too. Yeah, and but then when they come into the country, they got to do two weeks. Yep, test do some kind of training camp. And if you're only playing six games, you're only going to get paid a third of your salary. Yep. And then you're going to pay taxes on that fine. And then, you know, all the other stuff you got to do with it. Why? There's no way, like, no, it's not worth it. I don't think. And especially, especially being away and you don't know, like, especially with what we're dealing with right now in the world. Oh yeah! Wouldn't it just be safer to stay at home? Mm-hmm. If you're not going to make, if you're not going to make money, I don't get the point. I there's a lot that needs to be figured out, and a lot of it has to do with the CBA as well. Oh, um, which this is becoming <laughs> sad. It's comical. Like, it's like a dark comedy. The, the, the way that it was dealt with last time, there were some dirty moves mm-hmm. pulled by the league. And they're trying to pull dirty moves, it looks like, to me, again. Just like Major League and Baseball it, did. Th- there's just a horrible relationship between the PA and the league. Mm-hmm. There's horrible communication from all sides. That needs to be fixed. Yep. Fast. I, I, I can't see how they can figure th- that almost seems like a bigger hurdle than the government giving them money and Health Canada approving the whole plan. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, trying to pull the wool over the Players Association's eyes and kind of getting some dirty dealings in there. If they're not going to deal in good faith over the CBA, why would the Players Association want to ratify anything right now? Yeah. Like, yeah, I have a feeling that there might be a coup coming. Something's going to go down here, and it, I hate to say it, 
but Ambrosi's going to be the one that take that's going to have to take the fall. Even like, and I I know I go I go to bat for Gary Batman because he does what the owners tell him to do, and that's right. That's what commissioners right. do, but they also become fall guys for the league. They do, and that, and you know, and I think the players have soured on Ambrosi. And you know, the fans have and too. The fans, I, I and the fan and my how the turntables. Yeah, oh, not he, even he a started off. <laughs> I, he I, started I pull, off. I pull out an office reference and I get nothing. <laughs> you of all people. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I'm sorry. I I honestly did not think it was oh. intentional. And am I surprised? <laughs> Are you surprised? <laughs> uh, now I'm impressed. Yes. Thank uh, you. So well done. <laughs> um, That's what she said. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> We're gonna have I'm to impressed. elk that one out. <laughs> this, uh, I I don't know if well. I, I'm not going to pretend that I'm an expert on CFL commissioners and their history mm-hmm. in the league, but he started off as wildly popular with the yeah. fans, and that seems to have, you're right, really taken a turn here. I think and, a lot of that had to do with Jeffrey Orridge, though, too. Right, because he wasn't popular at all. No. And... He didn't have the, or Ambrosi didn't have the highest bar no, uh, to live up to. So he came in and it was so, it seemed open with the fans and engaging with mm-hmm. the fans. And I guess he was vi- visible. So that that yeah. was a, that was a big thing. And, that and, people, and he didn't get lawyer speak. Right. For the most part. Right. At the start. Yeah. And then the more you listen to the. Uh, state of the leagues and things mm-hmm. like that. It, it, it was. It, it's all political stuff. Yep. And uh, you know, you know, talking uh, buzzwords and you know, <laughs> that's just the way it yeah. goes. Uh, that's how uh, things operate here. But the the Pucks communication. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cliches nonstop. So the the communication with the fans too. I, I know once in a while we get a statement. That's very vague, and we mm-hmm. we kind of have to read between the lines here. And I get not negotiating in public here. Maybe they're just kind of waiting on the government and what kind of money they can get here. Well, if I know one thing, it's that government decisions and red tape and bureaucracy yeah. move real fast. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So who knows? I I I am not holding out a lot of hope for anything right now. Yeah, there's still a sliver of hope. Um, it looked like the government sort of said, "Yeah, we'll give you thirty million bucks, but it's gonna have a. It's like on a credit card with a pretty crappy interest rate." Well, then the CFL will just take uh, out a line of credit, pay off the loan, and then get the lower interest rate on the line of credit. <laughs> Couldn't you just do that? Yeah, take out a consolidation loan. Yeah. There we go. Take out a loan from MLSE. There you go. (laughs) MLSE could just buy the league, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they probably have uh, more money in the green than the government. Call the Rock. (laughs) 
Why not? Like, <laughs> he put 15 million bucks into the XFL. Uh, and I, I was listening to Fighter and the Kid today with Brandon Schaub and Brian Callen, who's on a hiatus right now. But um, they said that he might also have to pay the grievances. So it's like $15 million to purchase the league, and then he's still going to have to pay out all these other people. Wow. With all the grievances that were filed over paychecks and stuff. So he's pretty serious about uh, this yeah. thing. Well, if so, you get the XFL, and then all of a sudden the Power Five leave the NCAA. And now you got two leagues that can pay guys in the off season of the NFL. Now what? It's going to make stuff pretty interesting. I, I don't know if you would call that a conspiracy, but I like it. Hey, hey, that, I, I'm all above board, man. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't go into conspiracy <laughs> theories. Except for 1984, the frozen envelope. I'll believe that to the day I die. <laughs> and that Shawn Michaels knew. He knew what was going on. Yeah, 100%. There's no way 100%. he didn't. I agree with you there. Brett screwed Brett. No. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> now, if I were in the same room as you, I'd totally behind the shadows, oh. uh, Bret Hart, knock you out. Naked? You'd have to be Wrestling naked. Wrestling with shadows. <laughs> You'd have to be naked. It'd be full Borat fight at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a waiting game. I, 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 I guess that's where yeah. we're at right now. The CFL needs money from the government. They need to have uh, their uh, Hub City Winnipeg plan approved by Health Canada. I honestly think... That one's not a problem. It, it does look like their plan is pretty rock solid mm-hmm. um, with all the testing that goes into it and uh, getting everybody to Winnipeg, being there, and they've got the facility to house the league and have the games and everything. So I don't think that's a problem. The problem is getting the money yep. and uh, getting this CBA done. So we wait. Here we are waiting again. Just yeah, just like me uh, waiting for my dad to come home from getting smokes. Uh, Ty. It's been a month. A month? Since, it's been a month since we've talked. You thought I wasn't oh, gonna get so, something yeah. like that in? Yeah, like, you haven't had any uh, keep you on your toes. Absentee dad jokes. Uh Brazilian <laughs> Ty wishing you a happy birthday this week. Oh, thank you, sir. Um, you're in camp, right? So yeah, it's not a dry know. camp, though. Oh, so so do they have like a a bar there? Do you have to leave or what? No, we have like we're only ten fifteen minutes out of town. Oh, okay, we can drink in our rooms, but that's just depressing to drink in my room by myself. Oh, well, you got to do what you got to do. Man. <laughs> well, no, we we went into town on Saturday night. Okay, and uh, Sunday, like I only had like six beer, but they were draft. And I got home, we got back to camp and raided the lunchroom. So I was up to like one thirty eating cookies. And yes, watching, never change. And watching Northwood's Law. Oh, that's a great it's, show, it's, by it, the way. It's my new favorite. I can't turn it on because then I cannot turn, turn it, it off. off. Yeah, it's like the, the weather network too. I know what's going to happen every 10 minutes. They're going to show the local forecast. <laughs> but it's the snippets in and between. Ty- Ty, I had my uh, physical, and oh, uh, was it a complete physical? 
No, it was not complete. Oh. I am not quite at that age yet, I don't think. <laughs> Dude, uh, my, my cholesterol, my blood sugar, it's all good. And then the doctor pointed to the sheet at the top and he wanted to make sure that it was my name. I'm like, yep, that's my name, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, my I theory, my I mean, theory is don't go I mean, to the doctor. Nothing's wrong with you. Yeah, I know. You don't know what's wrong with you. There's nothing to worry about. Yep. I, I totally agree with you there. We give the worst advice on this show. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, nah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've made, so I made some bad decisions in July. <laughs> You've turned it around? Well, I had to come to camp, so I had to figure something out. New month, new tie. All yeah, right, buddy. For now. <laughs> We're a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Uh, since hockey's back on, we'll point you in the direction of the Fourth Line Podcast, grinding out their opinions every single show. They were talking about Bobby Mack from TSN retiring. The uh, I guess it's a. Yes, I guess it's a semi-retirement yeah. for uh, Bobby Mack. He'll still be doing the World Juniors. Who knows what's happening with those this year? They were going to be in Alberta. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check out the Fourth Line Podcast and all the great shows in the Alberta Podcast Network at albertapodcastnetwork.com. We'll talk to you soon. Who knows what's going to happen between now and then, but we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.